0: Episode eighty-eight. Hey, Newman didn't even give her that. No, it's a, that's not even a woman's coat. That's a that's a man's. A man's? Yeah. What kind of a man would wear fur? Oh, lots of them. Would you? No. <laughs> then who? What about Jerry? <laughs> Jerry. yeah sure he's a celebrity oh yeah they wear a lot of furs they're desperate insecure people yes you are right yeah. it's all about me 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 please look at me I am so pretty love me want me something like that no You know the I'm ASUS. the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How you doing, EC?
1: Doing great once again. Now we're a day late, but we had some things going on. I think there was a Champions League game that might have happened, so uh, it's good to be back on a Thursday night. How are you?
0: Ah, good, EC. I mean, well, we had two matches, so uh, we could talk about those two matches, but no, everything's going good. I mean, how are you doing up there? I mean, it seems uh, snow, sleep, what is it?
1: Good. It's hmm. Some snow, more ice than anything else. So a little, <laughs> little sketchy. Slow, slow, but the. Uh, I give it up to the Oklahoma uh, folks for getting the roads paved out and getting the snow scraped off the ground. The freeways are pretty much clear. It's just getting out of your, your housing condition that's, that's difficult. But once you get on the freeways, it's, you know, you still need to drive slow. But it's not, it's not horrible. So this weather, it's crazy, right? Day. That's Oklahoma, man. Just all of a sudden, well, it'll be 65 degrees next thing you know.
0: (laughs) Dude, it was 90, 90 down here on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Yesterday, I was like, dude, it's hot. My mom, I was at my mom's house, man. My parents, like, oh, you know old people, right? I mean, they get very cold very easily, so they don't have the air conditioning on. I mean, I was at the, the house, I mean... On, um, what, Monday and, was it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, when did I play golf? Saturday. So, Saturday was cool. So, Sunday was cool. Monday and Tuesday got a little up there in 80s and 90s. So, I get to my mom's house and I'm like, fuck, man, it's fucking hot in here. Dude, like, you have the heater on or what? <laughs> and then, lo and behold, yesterday morning, cold front comes in and, whew, it's in the six, you know, 50s, 60s, 40s, same thing here as today. So, I don't mind this, this weather as long as it's not raining. Let's put it that way. So it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good thing you're all taking care of there and staying safe. You see, I, I have an apology to give you. I mean, I'm going I'm to do it on air because usually this is um, something that we, I know we debate uh, through our text message thread. But I'm going to do it on air. I'm going to apologize, you see. I always say the, the La Liga is a scrub league you know not you know not very physical, so I'm going to apologize because we got we got took taken to, i guess taken to task or took into task taken to task yes, taken, yesterday taken ta- right taken yeah. to task yesterday okay. uh we drew one one we which was my score prediction last week remember not not everybody remembers i figured we'd uh We, you know, we draw, obviously, in a way match, Um, (coughs) 1-1, but it wasn't 1-1 easy. It wasn't. It should have been 3-1, maybe, Um, 4-1. It was, we got taken, but honestly, we got taken behind the woodshed. You Know just like I was talking to you before, Aaron, about my kid right now lied to me right there, and I had to deal with my you know, my, my you know, deal with that. Um, yeah, exactly. She uh, Man United was, was my kid lying, and Atletico Madrid was me, you know, and beat her ass, period, up and down the field, period. Up everyone, everyone. I mean, doesn't matter if you're Ballon d'Or winner or you know, you're some scrub. You know, from Brazil, in the middle of the park. Never mind. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to throw it. Fred on the bus. I'm sorry. That wasn't a cheap shot, right? Cheap. Um, <coughs> but it didn't matter. You see, it did not matter. We we just it just bad yesterday. I mean, I just again we we I know we in the past we have talked about where we kind of almost fell asleep during the match. You know, just bored. Because we're watching RN, I should have been I should have been in in awe of the way Atlético was moving the ball, Um, and the the way they're being tenacious. And uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying cheap, you know, because they were taking some shots. And I'm not saying they, you know, they're you know dirty in that aspect. But it was just it was just it was a hard match to watch up until what the seventeenth minute, right somewhere in there. I think that's when we kind of started. Changing when the substitutions of uh, a and uh, Lingard came in, right? Am, am I not correct? they on About the, the 80th. 80th. 80th minute. Okay. I think it's 80th. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, we, um, it was very hard to watch. And Compa- in, in, in also, in, it's, it's a weird contrast, too, Easy in comparison to what we watched at the weekend with Leeds. And I got up for that game. I mean I did. I got up eight o'clock in the morning or seven thirty on Sunday morning. Watched that match. You know, we go up 2-0, and then we have our Lent down again, obviously. We tie 2 2 and then you know and then we finish it out at the end. So obviously the anticipation coming up into this into this week's this this week midweek match uh yesterday you know, I think everybody buzzing, right? I mean, is this a turn of the corner? You know, our midfield, look, you know, great at the weekend. Our defense, you know, obviously on the weekend they did give her two quick goals. Uh, one of them uh, at the weekend, I think it was more of a pass. It was kind of one of those fluke things that you know um, that just went in. But then you you saw it the week again yesterday. Where Atletico's midfield and their their attackers, uh, their strikers, I'm sorry, just tore us apart. I mean, every I mean. It gets back to this where, it's what, um, Ragnick's what? How many matches is he is he been a part of? Uh, I mean, it's what this.
1: Twenty. Tw- he's gotten twenty five points since he's been here, which is the second most, only to Pep Guardiola, who has twenty eight. So. He's only lost one match.
0: No, no, but I'm sorry. How many matches has he? Has he? But twelve or 11, no, no. I'm sorry. Fifteen, it's probably.
1: Been, it's been at least 15, fourteen to fifteen. But yeah, I was looking at the stat <coughs> He's he hadn't lost very much. He's only lost once. A bunch of draws and some wins.
0: Okay, so he's been there. You know, and you would thunk it or thought it uh, that he would have this. This you know German you know Gengam Gengam style offense was it Gengam press Gengam 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 style. <laughs> Guggenheim you know press that he that he does and it's not coming it, that I mean it, that's what Atlético did to us yesterday um, it's just so night and day. It's just so disheartening after the match yesterday. Yes, I mean I know we need to be happy. The fact that um, this this we're one one going into Manchester, and I think this is what this is the last year we're doing away with the away uh, goals, right? The away goal different, differential.
1: No, nope, it's already done.
0: It's done. Okay, so that 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 that's not Which very starts.
1: yeah. It, it does. Sucks. Yeah, It takes a damp. It takes a light off of a great finish but it is what it is. They're done with it. I don't like it, so I'm happy that it's over with. The away goal? Yeah, I don't like the away goal. Okay. But so
0: now, that, I mean, we're going to have to put in some extra work in going back to Manchester. And, and then it'll go to penalties, and we know
1: how that happened
0: last time, right, you see, in the FA Cup against Bradford, or <laughs> we lost it. Um, how, where do we start? You see, I don't I didn't even know where to start. Against uh, to talk about yesterday's match. It's just overall, I think I mean I think you and I both agree and we agreed before the pod player ratings throw those out the window cuz I don't nobody that started yesterday would probably get above a 5 and I think the one that would get above a 5 is the goal scorer Ilanga um and I think Ralph probably after his post match interview um reaffirmed that and we'll talk about that later on the pod but why what's the difference I mean you know United live for European nights right or I'm sorry used to live for European nights the Champions League you know a song comes on Ronaldo you thought you know you know you'd be Ronaldo um these players that we <coughs> that are getting paid twice as much as pretty much anybody that plays for Atlético other than Suarez and Griezmann. And they, Suarez didn't even sniff the pitch. Griezmann came on and he came on late in the match. I mean, other than other than the heir uh, uh, parent of, other than João Felix, which is Cristiano Ronaldo's heir apparent with with a Portuguese national team, I'm pretty sure he's on some pretty big wages because he costs a pretty penny to, for them to purchase him... Um, out of uh, Benfica, I believe, right? Benfica. Um, Hector Herrera from Mexico. I mean, who who do they have that you know that can be equivalent to our our you know as superstar quote unquote uh, to us? And obviously, pay, getting paid that much is us, right? Uh, with Ronaldo and half a mil. I mean, half a million. Pogba and. You know, two hundred fifty Bruno and whatever, and you know these these players that are supposed to be your superstar players didn't didn't they they, they shit the bed they crapped the bed. <clears throat> I don't mean I don't know about you. Tell me, EC. I want you to explain this match to me,
1: please. Well, they're they're on big wages. You'd be you'd be surprised. Griezmann's on seven twenty one a week.
0: Well, oh, Griezmann, I'm, but he barely even played.
1: He got Jan All Black on four hundred. You got coke on three hundred. play in on Jav Felix on three hundred. Jav Felix yes. Yonit Carrasco, who's their best player this year, is on one hundred forty five. Felipe on one forty five. They got t- they don't they don't go down to the, the single or the or five until you got Thomas Millar on one twenty five. They got tons of players. Here's the thing: six of them, six of them were hurt. And Carrasco, who's been their best player this season, I've been able to jump in and out of La Liga quite That's a career. bit. The striker.
0: You know, the striker uh, first, their...
1: first name, Yannick. Oh,
0: okay.
1: He didn't get a chance to play uh, in this game. They were hurt. Koke was hurt. Um, so United, I think, kind of benefited from that. But I think going further back, you know, for me, was the beginning of the whole thing, which was Ragnick's decision to to uh, put out the lineup that he put out. I think that was a first mistake. Um, I know that, that uh, you know, Lindelof can play right back, but he's not a right back. So that, for me, kind of isolated or shut off that right side right off the top because he's not somebody that's going to dribble down the field and, and really open up the defense um, to create, which is something that I think the lot who was healthy and was fine, could have played, could have done. So that was the first mistake I think for me Uh, then coming out to your point earlier. um, We know that, you know, the, the, the theme or or I should say the captain or the, the leader of that ship and Simeone is not someone who's weak or who's not going to be aggressive, uh, for the full 90. And, and they were, we had more possession, mm-hmm. but that was because they let us have possession. Yep. And I think the reason they did that is because they understood, you know, let's just go ahead and match up, press the ball. They don't pass the ball out as well as most teams. Once again, the yeah has, you know, his distribution. I just, I can't say it enough as great as a season as he's having, his distribution is just probably one of the worst that I've seen. Um, All that being said, that's what you want when you go away to Madrid. You want a draw if you can get it. So, like you said earlier, uh, I don't think anybody got over a four, but I think for me it just kind of all started from that beginning lineup. Um, You had players dispossessed. I think Bruno was dispossessed 29 times. Pogba bullied off the ball, I would say, about four or five times significant bully Mm ball off. Uh, Ronaldo trying to – I mean, I I saw Ronaldo drop behind the half – just yeah. to get into the to get the and get into the game. So, you had a lot of key players who you know we were expecting. I know Sancho, really looking forward to seeing him play Champions League. Uh, he didn't have a very good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashford, you know, you look at this guy's career at 24 years old, you know, 100 plus goals, 44 some odd assists. He looks like he's never played soccer in his life, mm-hmm. and it's sad to see because. I don't want him to leave the club. I don't want him to, to not thrive, but I want Alanga to start. I, I, I think everyone at the club, all the fans, I think everyone's kind of seeing now that this kid is really, really pushing on, and he's trying to, to take his spot. Um, I hope he starts. Um, I think Rashford maybe needs to, like I think you suggested this last pod, go to the beach for a week. You know, mm-hmm. get away for a little while. Take some time to realize that, look, we we love the fact that you're doing all the off the the pitch, the books and feeding the kids and all those things are great, but we need you to focus on football because you're getting paid a pretty good wage bill and you're playing for one of the best clubs in the world. So I'm not going to slag anyone off. I think they all deserve to be slapped upside the head except for Alanga. But, you know, as bad as that sounded, we still have a chance to qualify for the next round. So. I ain't going to lie man it, there were some times there where I thought this is just this is horrible this is just bad the captain getting beat by Joao Felix on a header you know I, I mean I could go on it just Luke Shaw just just a shell of himself just everyone out there I don't think was up for it and for me to to see 3000 away fans travel mm-hmm. and sing and shout and and be there for the club for me I really think that the fans that that, that go, go to the home game I really hope they put on a show again because that was just that was for me. That was the best part, you know, hearing them saying, um, listening to them, just serenade Alonga for like what seemed like the whole time he was yep. on the pitch. That was probably the best part of the game for me. I love that song; I, it's probably one of the best. And he's not one of the best players at the club, but that's that's a that's one of the coolest songs that I've heard. I've um, I've, I've, like, I've, I've not been able to make it out. I just hear. I'm going to send it to you. Send it's it Rhythm is a Dancer. So it's it's Rhythm is a Dancer, and then after singing, if you don't say Rhythm is a Dancer, after you say Rhythm is a Dancer, you say, Anthony Alanga came from wherever he's, Scandinavia, wherever he's from. I know he's Swedish, but wherever he came from. Scoring goes for fun, something, something. Uh, destroys your something, something. It's really, really cool. And the fact that 3,000 people... And, it, and there was two people that I listened to um, listened to the podcast today um, who basically said in the beginning they couldn't really get on cadence together, and somehow, someway, they were able to one, two, three, and all sing it together in harmony. So uh, shout out to the fans that, that got to go. I know me and you would have loved to go to something like that, um, but that was the only bright light. Thank God Old Black's having probably one of the worst seasons he's ever had because I don't know what the hell he was doing or where he was cuz it wasn't a great shot. Mm. I mean, it kinda no, he kind of scuffed it, it. He scuffed it. And it, and it went in. So yeah. crazy match, um, boring match I should say, not crazy. The, the the Leeds match was crazy. This one was more boring. But like I said, all those negative things. Look think about that. You go to Madrid, play like shit and you get a result. So fair play to fair play to United. It's it's game on. You know, we we got we've got just as much a chance to qualify for the next round as any other team in Champions
0: League. I mean, that's the sunny side of it, right? I mean you remind me of that uh that uh that Life of Brian skit by Monty or well, movie by Monty Python. Always look on the bright side of life when Jesus yeah. when he's on the cross, right? <laughs> always look at the bright side of life. Anyways, but um, you see let's let's talk about you brought it up. The decision to play Lindelof at right back, I I didn't I didn't I did not like it. Uh, I, I my first question was, obviously because Basaka got to start at the weekend, obviously they they saw something that there that you know he wasn't going to play this match. I, and my first thought was, well, why not lot Also, was he not healthy enough? But yet he was on the bench. And I always refer back to what you talk about. <clears throat> if they're healthy to be on the bench. They're healthy to play. So, yes, he should have played. I did not like, I mean, I did not not like the fact that Lindhoff was playing. Because <clears throat> I was like, well, he was our best defender out there. Right? If, would you agree between him, Varane, and, and Harry?
1: also shit I I would probably say yes I would I would probably say yes but it was just it was just bad and and it, that's one that's one Ralph as yeah. much as I say good job for calling the players out good job for you know winning games and keeping us close that's <coughs> on him that there's no reason you know I he talked about it beforehand and he said this this is why this guy's so good he said it was a mistake Like he 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 owned it. I only would have said Lindelof had a great week of practice and he just looked so good and it just was flowing and it just so was great. He said I made a mistake, so I think he knows he screwed up. He took a huge chance again, and taking both backs off and bringing on two, Um, he should have pulled Pogba. Any you could pick take your pick, but he should have pulled Pogba off. (laughs) And I thought Matic played really well. I thought the pass in the second half that he made, I think Bruno was offside, but it was a great pass through the lines um, that that changed it up a little bit. So I just think for me, you know, I think he's starting to get an understanding for for what he wants. And I think the players in the club are getting an understanding that, hey, if you're able to to bust your ass in practice, you're going to get a chance. And as much as this kid is, you know, he's 19 years old, And he is confident, if you listen to his interviews. I think that, to me, is the mentality that if he's not the head coach, which he very well could be, I hope that he's at least a guiding influence for whoever comes in to say, look, there's this 18-year-old kid on the U23s that I think we should just give him a look at practice just to see what he's all about and see if maybe he's somebody that might come out there and do something for us. You know, That's something that Ole promised us all the time, and this Mm -hmm. is something that Ragnick's actually doing. And I think it's paying off. So, it sucked that it started out that way. It sucked that the game went that bad. But again, you know, I, I'm not looking at it in a horrible stance because again, I, you know, you said one-one, and I'm thinking, well, shit, that would be a great that'd be a great you know outcome, and that's what we wound up getting. So, you know, but it wasn't a it wasn't a hard fought one-one
0: because it could no. have been. I mean, the post was our what our, was our was our thirteenth was our twelfth player right? The twelfth man. The goal, the goalpost.
1: It's a great hit by Griezmann. It was,
0: and then no, there, there's also what the other shot in the first half that got hit about off the goal post, too. I mean, it's just it. They just outplayed us. Period. I mean, let's talk about the next. Let's talk about the next uh, section, the midfield. We talk about Bruno, and 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 I'm not going to even put Fred because Fred. You know we know what Fred is. You know he's not good. he's not an influence difference maker. Obviously he scored the goal against Leeds, but um, he's he's not the one that what he would the with the Reggie Jackson thing. He's not the straw straw that stirs the freaking drink, right? It's you know you would think it would be either Bruno or Pogba, right? Especially after Pogba's performance at the weekend. I think you and I both can agree that you know he played well. But then when when Leeds was bringing it on at the weekend, he was a defensive liability, so I understand why they took him off. In a situation like yesterday, and Bruno as well, getting dispossessed, you know, not having space, what was the issue? Why... (coughs) I know you thought I was going to come here and gloat about Pogba. I'm not. Uh, But what was the issue? I mean, the dude, uh, he was... If I heard his name twice, you know, in the first 20 minutes, that's probably too much. And then when I did, it's always this... (sighs) When it comes to Pogba, it's always like this, this is... Oh, that's a glimpse of what he can give you. Like, when he makes these long passes. Well, no, now it's... He's been with United five, you know, almost going on... Five years, almost going on six... We shouldn't the commentators saying, "Oh that's a glimpse of his brilliance that he can do that he can do." no, he could say, "Wow, we're seeing it we're seeing this once in a lifetime because he doesn't do it consistently and, and now it's the same thing with Bruno again, the guy can't he tries to make wonderful passes, but the dude can't make a simple pass. he can't make the one twos. Where is this 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 whole this whole thing about? It's passing in one twos and let's go. I mean, it's just we wait. I mean, there's so many times that I see, I saw the midfield, um, you know, Pablo or Bruno, that they're not even trying to get in open spaces. They're just sitting there waiting for somebody to pass the ball. Yesterday, whereas the um, whereas the weekend, you know, there's movement. I mean, you just get, I mean, if you're doing that, obviously, <coughs> Atlético their players. Are you know obviously going to be easier to close down on you when you when you do get the ball because you're just a sitting duck. Well, I mean, what was what? Why would why two contrasting ma- games? I mean, I think that's what everybody wants to know in the world. If you can if you can answer, I mean, you, you can answer that. DC, you should be part of Manchester United's board or in the dressing room because it was just two totally different games with two quote-unquote so-called world-class players
1: yeah i know i think i think everybody's going to have an off day and i think they were both had off days and i think that that's going to happen i agree with you <coughs> consistency is something that uh lacks that they both lack there's there's no argument yeah. in there. there's facts to back that up so there, there's there's no argument there i think ultimately with the, both of those guys they can drive you crazy or they can win you a match that's just that's that's who they have been at united um those guys, you know, for me, I thought were going to be a lot better. I thought Bruno was definitely going to kick on and, and be better. He, he knows players on, on, on athletic uh, his team, so I figured he'd come out and shine. And then this is another big stage for Paul to do something. And then he did two good things the whole game. The rest was just crap. And then he got pissed off that he was the only one pulled. I didn't like any of it. So, you know, I think for me, that's probably going to be their legacy, I think Bruno still has time to change some things mm-hmm. if he can lift some silverware. But I, I, I heard for the first time he was referred to as a lottery player, which basically just means that you know, he's somebody that you just leave out there because you never know when he's going to hit. And if he does, it could be great. But most of the time he's just drawing blanks or scratching blank tickets. So that's going to be his legacy unless he's able to stay at the club and they can build around him and, and provide him with some players that can you know, help him get there. I think right now, best case scenario obviously is to, to get top four. So this is going to be probably used to say full season number two and a half for, for Bruno. He -hmm. hadn't got anything yet, but he's not old. Two He's still in his his prime. So, you know, if they can get strikers around him, he's somebody that can find, find a pass and score a goal. You know, I just think ultimately um, for Pogba leave or stay, the only thing that I think people will say about United, and and hate, hate or love him, they're going to be able to say he wasn't consistent enough. So yes, he lifted trophies. However, we saw glimpses, or we saw um, two games here, one game horrible, three three game run. Oh my God, here we go, and then back in the back in the gutter again. So he can't deny those things. Those are all facts. Those are all things that he's done since he's been at the club. So you know, for me. It, I just look at the both of those two guys. I think they are not our best, but they're they're They give us a good chance to, to, to remain top four, because if you look at Arsenal's game today, mm-hmm. they got lucky. They should have got a point. They got an own goal scored uh, for them, and they go out two one. So the race for that spot is still on. Um, I need both of those guys to be clicking in, in league. I think we've got one more kind of cupcake game in Watford uh, coming up. And then after that, it's on. So, you know, I'm looking at this and I understand exactly what you're saying, but I think for me, it's just, they're those type of, I call them, I call them Cadillac players or luxury players. Those are the guys who you want further up the pitch. You don't really want them in the thick of things in the mud uh, fighting. You want them creating and doing things that uh, are going to make you say, where did that pass come from? Or, or how did he find that guy on the wing? Um, You need players like Fred and Scott, to kind of muck it up and, and be uh, in the middle of things, uh, kind of roughing things up. I think you need those type of players. But I think Ronaldo, um, you know, Pogba, Bruno, um, you know, I even think Rashford at times, those are the type of guys who you want them to go create things, make things happen um, um, for you on the offensive side. I don't really trust any of those guys I named on defense. Um, and so I think that's, that's kind of why they – uh, kind of lack sometimes offensively when it's not when it's not their day.
0: <clears throat> I'm sick and tired. None of you, obviously, I love you. I love your opinion. I'm just sick and tired of the excuse that they're on off day. Look at the weekend, EC. Pogba was bullying Leeds players, right? I mean, he was oh, throwing. He, I, I played really well. he threw. He was throwing people off his back, pretty much. You know what I mean? And those are bigger. I mean, if you look at the team, Leeds look like a bigger, you know, bigger frame. You know, maybe they're not as fast as As Atlético, but Atlético just. I mean, look, you you tell me <coughs> that kid, Yurente that played yesterday. I'll trade him for Pablo. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday. The dude played lights out, passed, shot, and got in the thick of things. He's a midfielder. Again, and Bruno, same thing. He was just got bullied. He got bullied. Got fuck his lunch money taken from. Him. And it's just sad, you know. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> he's, he's the. What do you call it? Is the report out on Bruno, or book out, or what? Do you, what you know the term, right? Is do people if they figure this guy out? Because the fact of it's all you need to do is what <clears throat> close him down and and foul him a little bit, you know, get a little rough with him. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to do. I mean, because he ain't. You're right. The dude <clears throat> makes what the percentage just pass thirty percent. You'd probably
1: say. Well, th- this, that's a great point that you bring up because I think it was Terry Fowler who brought up a great point of, of Bruno's percentage of, of opportunities that he makes mm-hmm. as opposed to turnovers. He's actually, if you, if you look at the stats from the top dogs in the league, and I'm talking like top midfield players, he's actually on par with all of them. And that is because they're, they're there to create things. So when you're trying to create all game, you're going to give the ball away. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying if you look at it statistically across the board, and I'm talking Mm -hmm. top midfielders in the world, he's on par with all of them as far as statistically giving the ball away. That's not my thing. I I, I know you're going to give it away. This is my thing. There's times when he can turn and face and make a simple pass tons of times, Mm -hmm. but he'll try to do the 50-yarder because it, it looks good. Now, it might be tactically, Ragnick said, or maybe he still has some overlap from Ole that said, just try it because it might come off and you're capable of doing it because we know he is capable of doing it. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was one of those ones where he was getting, Terry was getting a lot of people calling into a show and saying he gives it up, he gives it up, gives it up. And he pretty much shut me down too because he put all the stats up of all the big midfield mm-hmm. players across Europe. They all, it, they all give it away at the same rate. So not so much, that doesn't make me mad as much as it's like, I can see that there's an easy, simple 10-yard pass that keeps the play going. He turns around and he f- does a flick. It's not on, but he does it anyway, and it doesn't come off. And then he's flanneling his arms, and he's pissed off. And all of us at home are going, dude, just play the simple ball out wide. It's wide open. Just play it out wide. Just keep the keep mm-hmm. the ball. So those are the things for me that piss me off the most. I I'd be very shocked that they don't build around him and try to, you know, make make it happen with him. Um, I would I would be shocked as well if he wasn't captain next season. I really would. Um, because I think he's that type of player where the, the passion and the emotion, that's something Harry kind of lacks. He's had an offseason. So I could see a new coach, new transition, my rules, my ideas. I could see Bruno being that player that steps in and becomes captain. And, you know, he needs people around him. There's no question about it. He needs... Skillful players who are going to make runs around him, but um, you know, right now his legacy is going to be just good, great player, great stats, but he, he's not winning anything. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to lift the trophy um, if he wants to be put as, put into that moniker of great or elite Manchester United players.
0: No, I mean, yes, it's like <laughs> when you're talking about the stats, right? It reminded yeah. me of okay, a baseball player, right? Think about it. Home run hitter, hits 50 home runs, but his batting average is 250. Yeah. Or 230, right? I mean, new, age,
1: new age Major League Baseball.
0: You know, it's like, is he really a good hitter? Not really, but he's going to bomb it out of the park 50 or 60 times a year, you know? So, it's what you give up and what you – it's like on base percentage, right? Is he going to get on base or is he going to strike out? He's going to hit me a bomb 60 times, but – what is that bomb? You know what I mean? He's going to still strike out, you know, X percentage of times. Right. It's risk and reward. And that's, a, that's the, that's the and that's a thing. That's the inconsistency of that and what it does not pay off. Because you saw it at the weekend where it's freaking sad to see Cristiano Ronaldo play more midfield than he's played probably in what the past five years. The dude was dropping back, like you said, midfield. He played in the midfield more than Pogba and Bruno did. He created probably more in the midfield than both of them combined in this match. I know I'm over exaggerating. Easy, don't get mad at me. I know you're gonna pull stats up, but he don't did, me. huh? What? <laughs> I'm gonna click the button. And we're all going on. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I mean? Who would have yeah, thought Cristiano Ronaldo as a striker? We'll be playing, dropping deep behind the fucking line, just trying to get the ball, trying to get the ball moving forward because those two are world class midfielders, I are in mean, existence. I mean, it just boggled my mind. When I saw that I'm like, <clears throat> obviously, when I was seeing it, I'm like, I mean, I'm salivating, right? I can't wait to talk to EC because I know you said don't don't do no spoilers because I was I wanted to say. Your boy Pogba ain't doing shit, you know what I mean? I was gonna talk shit, I was gonna talk mess to you, and I didn't. I know I waited until today, waited until the pod, and I'm like Dude, you know, I was like I wanna I wanted to text you. I was like, Ronaldo's playing more, 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 more midfielder than, than, than um than Pogba. But then I'm like, Ronaldo's playing more dif- more midfield than Bruno, what the fuck? You know, it's like the same difference, you know, like he's you know, he dropped back and it's just it was
1: just amazing. It's just like I think I think that the, the Pogba Bruno thing will forever be a thing. I think people who they favor Pogba more than they favor Bruno, they're they're always looking for one to do better than the other. They're always pitting one against the, the other. But I think the thing for me is, I would rat much rather, especially right now, until we get again. Transfer windows are gonna say a lot. This this summer is gonna say a lot because we know Bruno's not going anywhere. I know there's a contract dispute right yeah. now. They're going to sort that out once Pogba leaves, and they say to themselves, "Okay, who are we going to bring in to to create?" Because I can't, we can't have a midfield of just Bruno. It can't be Bruno, Scott, and Fred. No. That, that's not going to work. It's not going to win. I, it's fine to get second place and get Champions League, but that's an Arsenal thing. United is there to win championships, league championships. You wait for league championship. We're 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 there to win things. So they're going to have to bring someone in. Of that caliber, who can be consistent? Who can continuously put game in and game out? Tens, sevens. If it's an off day, it's a seven off day. Yeah. It's not a three off day. So they're going to have to look at that and go, "Okay, who can we count on that can that can come in and bring that?" St- and and you know better than I do. United's owners are big on star power. Yep. So they're going to want both. Like they're going to look for that guy who. Not only can play in the midfield and create things, but does he have 50 million Twitter followers or something stupid? They do that stupid stuff all the time. So my hope is just that, you know, when he leaves, hopefully we can get somebody in who can who can help Bruno because he needs help. He's gonna need help in that midfield. That's a that's a lacking from CDM to center mid. We need that, um, and so that that's my hope for him because I, I really it'd be so cool to see him. He came in, you know, January out of nowhere and lit the club on fire. It'd be really cool to see him lift a trophy um, before he, before his career is over.
0: No, I mean, yeah. Difficult to, it, it, I don't know. We've, you know, we've both debated on it, on, you know, him and I was honest I'm, I'm still, I wish that the guy would just produce, but you're right. You know what I mean? It's, who he has around him, what he has around him, is Cristiano Ronaldo, which I know he's getting a lot of flack that <coughs> he's the you know we you know he needs to go away from the team. Is he is he that yoke that you know that, it, the it, that that is on Bruno you know Bruno's neck right? I mean is a shadow of Ronaldo because you know with the national team they don't play very well together. I mean right. it's just. It's just one of those things. So you just think if, if, if this 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 yoke of this shadow, this this burden of Ronaldo is this is it wearing on on, on Bruno? But I mean, but we can always go back to last year, and the, you know the, the season the season before that on how he tailed off. You know, so it's just you know things like that. It's just being more consistent. All right, uh, let's wrap that wrap that up. Uh, let's get to another disappointing player. And it's kind of like, was he disappointing because of the fact that he had no service from the right back? Or he's just in a bad funk, but it's Marcus, Mark Strassard, right? Um, the fact that Lindelof, that he didn't have Delot or Aaron Wambasaka at, at that position to give him service, to get him forward. But it's just... That, I mean, what is going on? I mean, mentally, I know we said, you know, we briefly just talked about it earlier. He needs to go on like a little hiatus or whatnot. But, I mean, he just showed to where he's fell off by miles, you see, since last year. I mean, is the fact that, you know, the shoulder injury, him going with England to the way, um to the, um, the Euros and, you know, not really getting much of a sniff. Is the miss at the you know, the on the at the final is that playing on him? I mean, what do you think? I mean, is that what is he I, it's just, I don't
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's the Euros cause Sancho I think's kicking on and yeah, I think he missed a penalty as well. Saka's having a good season at Arsenal, so it's not But it's different
0: players, think, man. Different players.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you know, same scenario, they missed they missed the same penalty, Rashford missed, you know, all, all those guys are young. You know i i think you know he may be turning into the next theo walcott you know if he's not careful it's not over form he's 24 right so it's one of those things like i I tell people all the time it's the same thing that you know i talk about tony all the time in his career um he's injured again so I i know you'd love that um i think it's just ultimately one of those things where he's just in a horrible way horrible rut of form um He's got a 19 year old kid breathing down his back um, who is a toast of the town right now. Um, you know, everyone loves him. Everyone loves the song. And I think Rashford just, he's got to do some soul searching. Um, I'm not giving up on the kid. I, we saw this last year with De Gea. You know, he was just in a horrible way, a horrible form, I should say. Um, falls off. Henderson comes in seemingly takes his spot, um, comes into the season and, you know, has COVID and, you know, can't bounce back from that. And so now he's, um, De is having probably one of the greatest seasons that he's had uh, for for United in quite some time. So I'm not sure what's going on with, with Rashford, um, but, you know, at this point, it's kind of one of those things, you know, we, I talked about this last week about you know, not having, you know, favorite players. It's hard not to have favorite players, right? There's players on the team that I favor more than others. There's players on the team that you favor more than others. But ultimately, we all want United to do well. So, you know, when you look at Rashford, you see him not playing so well, you got to then go, okay, this is sports, so who's up next? And fortunately enough for us, because Mason acting a damn fool, Alanga's there. So, you know, Rashford's looking at that. He's hearing the songs. He's seeing this kid score. You know, this is he's not a Manchester United, you know, through and through, but he's been there since he's thirteen. So he's been there for a long time and he's never been a star player. But here he is taking his chances and scoring winners at Leeds and scoring, you know, the the, the equalizer at Atletico Madrid at nineteen years old. I can only imagine how that kid's feeling. So, you know, Rashford, he's still got a career ahead of him. Um, if it doesn't happen at United, I mean, look at Lennon scoring goals over the weekend. Theo Walcott still playing. These are all kids who, when they came into the game, we are all, I know myself anyways, I thought, man, Theo Walcott's going to be the next Thierry Henry. You know, Lennon's going to be that great star for Spurs. It never happened. They still make money. They still play, you know, in the prim. They just don't do it on, on a high level for a huge club. So he could be another, you know, Welbeck, if you will. It it could, It happens. Um, you know, I'm not giving up on him yet, though. I just, I, you know, I'm hoping it, that he turns it around. But having him play through this rut, is it's really driving me nuts when you've got a kid on the bench who's more than capable of, of making it happen.
0: No, yeah. I think first and foremost, uh, he needs to get away from the, the uh, was it the Simon Phoenix look and go back to... Straight black, you know what I mean?
1: It's so bad. It's it's it's. What's that kid that plays for the United States? Is it Altador that does that?
0: No, Yazi Zarez, Zarez, Zarez,
1: Yeah, Zarez. It's god awful. It's god awful. <laughs> I don't understand why he did that. What
0: is it? Judge Dredd. No, no the Dread um, Demolition uh, Man. Demolition. Yes.
1: It's horrible.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's that's cut it.
1: Off. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more on that. I I hate that part. It's it's one thing to suck, but to have a bad haircut, too?
0: Come on. It's, it's double like, whammy. I mean, at least Pogba is... It, it gets, i gets not know. hold on. Know. Pogba did the extensions. He got rid of that real you quick. You get but, no uh,
1: excuses for weave. Zero. Don't but, try to, I thought you were going to say it's okay. That's never... No, I did <laughs> no, 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 I, I
0: said. I said... What going to say? Is at least Pogba, it's nice and tight. It's cut. I mean, it. Um, Rashford, it, it's kind of like, it's messy up top. You know, I mean, it's not like very clean cut. Oh, you
1: know. he, he's bad from before he even played, <laughs> Bad. And you know, you know us Americans. You look good. You play good. If That's you're how good, you're <laughs> good, yeah. And, then, and, he, and he comes out there with the Demolition Man, and, the, and ah the, oh, it's bad. I just, you know, I, I hope.
0: At least the Demolition funny. Man, it was, it, was a, it was a top fade, you know? It's like, at least it, you know, I mean, uh, what's his name? What's his name? There so go. He had the tip. I mean, at least it was shaped. It was, a, this is just like, uh, it's like a Q-tip on top, you know what I mean? and then, I,
1: I guarantee it, you, he just got back with his girlfriend. <laughs> I guarantee you this is her favorite look.
0: Guaranteed, you get to she has a poster of fucking Wesley Snipes on her. fucking She wall.
1: probably does, and I and and so I, you know, like I said, I, like I said earlier, I um, I hope it's a De Gea situation where it's just a one off, and next oh. year he comes back and has 17. Oh, goals. I thought
0: you meant to hear because when he had the little ponytail thing, but
1: <laughs> right? no, he was just going through a phase. You know, you know, you know, millionaires—they get bored. And, you know, I you mean,
0: know. N- not everybody's David Beckham, where they can actually pull it off. David, Peck, but David pull Beckham, off David Beckham, David pulled off cornrows, dude. You remember? <laughs>
1: cornrows, bald head, hair—that's a
0: beautiful man. That's a beautiful man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move on. Um, uh, uh, real quick, uh, just synopsis of uh of the. Um, the Leeds match of the weekend, you see. I'm gonna put it out there. The goal, the first goal, was given to whom
1: in the Leeds game? Yes, man. Yes, sir. Who did score that? Oh, that was uh, off the head of one Harry Maguire.
0: Okay. Well, just you just said it so perfectly. You see, that goal should go to Luke Shaw, cause that was a side. Sh- what is it? What do they say in pool? A, a side shot off the, the you know the, the the side pocket you know like a ricochet shot.
1: Corner pocket or
0: no? It... You know when they ricochet the ball and, you know like psh, you know like you know they hit the the cue ball and it goes like directly to you know s- s- you know directly to the side to the side pocket. You know what I'm
1: talking about? I'm not a pool shark, but clearly you're a pool shark. I'm not. I'm I'm a, a, I suck at pool. Dude. I'm not,
0: obviously, I'm trying to ask you.
1: I... <laughs> Two guys that aren't good at pool.
0: I have Anyways. no clue what you're talking That's what it was. Luke I mean, Luke Shawda said he just kicked it, it to Harry Maguire's head and Harry Maguire didn't even know it was coming, dude. He was running forward. Don't give me no fucking nobody could say that don't, don't nobody in this fucking world could say that he actually headed the damn ball. It wasn't. He was running forward and that fucking ball came off his head and went into goal. I don't am I wrong? Am I wrong?
1: definitely wrong.
0: That no, it, I am not, you see. Go look at the yeah. film. Go look at the film. Go look at the film, you see. He was running forward. That ball ricocheted off his face, like his, <laughs> like his whole face. Not his head, his face. His. I'm just, why did he have no bloody nose? God knows, I don't know. But that goal should go to Luke Shaw, period.
1: I, I thought it was a great assist. I will give Luke credit. <laughs> but for all of the stick that I've been giving Harry yourself... She's the whole fan base and warranted that <laughs> to get that goal. He's from Yorkshire. Um, so to score at, at, at that grounds, that had to feel amazing. You know, the ground was completely drenched. So the slide celebration was great. Um, it, it, it was a really good goal for him to score. A really, really good goal.
0: Yes, Luke Shaw scored a great goal <laughs> on Harry's face. <laughs> just put it, go watch go watch the goal see go watch it Um, but again you know we you know, we know go up 2-0 and then halftime we just have this mental lapse again it's probably the greatest 60 minutes we probably had in a whole collective we still have not yeah. I mean other than the West Ham game again we still go back to that 1-0 against West Ham then we actually played a full 90 we still have not done that since then This is where I'm hoping some sort of consistency going forward. Because we play at the weekend whom? Is it not Watford? Watford on Saturday at 9 a.m. Central time. Yes, sir. (coughs) The next week, we play. Okay, we get a full week off. Oh, Man City. With a Sunday the 6th. So... Watford on Saturday. That should be a good match. So hopefully we get you know the group you know every the troops reunited, and we see what what's what's going on. All right, you see, E C. Let's get into uh, let's get into Ralph's comments about uh, his post match conference uh, conference. I'm sorry, comments that he made. I think the most stunning one uh, would be his. <sighs> you're welcome, sweetie. The one that lied to me. Um, she's so cute, right? Thank you, Daddy. I mean, I'm you,
1: a little a little come to Jesus talk makes them the cutest little uh, thing in the world. Oh,
0: where was that? You see? Oh, post match comments. Right, there you go. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, he was he was asked a lot of questions, but I think the ones that the one that's kind of making its rounds, uh, especially throughout the, the tabloids is what he said about Ilanga, saying that the players in the dressing room should look up to uh, Ilanga, as in I guess he was referring to his work rate you know his you know his passion whatnot and yet in his also in his press conference he did call he didn't by name no he didn't but he did call out players that did not perform. It's like you said. I mean, you've said it before. I mean, it's this is not, this is not um, Ole, right? Because Ole wouldn't not would not wouldn't do the thing, do such a thing. But it's similar to along the line, right? Of what Mourinho did, but actually Mourinho put names to it, right?
1: That was the problem.
0: <laughs> that was the problem. Okay. <clears throat> and this is where I want to gloat. You see, I'm right? saving this. This is where I'm telling you that I've always said that I've said for a long time that finally people are actually coming. I mean, getting on my bandwagon, you know, coming around and saying that it's the players, man. The players' attitudes. I mean, he didn't, and not, in, in not so many words, he said that at a post match conference, press conference, and said that it's the players. You know, some of these players, you know, I mean, not, I mean, they're the problem. I mean.
1: Well, he didn't, he didn't say that. He, he said. <laughs> Come,
0: on Come on now. Come on now, you see. Huh? I
1: have
0: a quote. Qu- no, quote the whole press conference. I mean, because during the whole press conference, he said, you know, he, he didn't, and it's not so many words. He called out, you know, people's efforts and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And That's,
1: that's not what he said. Uh-huh. The, the thing that he said he wants people to do that Alonga's is doing that they are not, he said Alonga's is having fun. He said, I wish the players would have fun. He said, he said Alonga makes mistakes. Alonga's not perfect. Uh, here we but go. He's playing the game and he's having fun. And I loved every minute of it because he's right. These guys are 20 some odd years old, they're getting paid a ridiculous amount of money every week. Mm hmm. Play the game they love. Have some joy. Have some excitement. Bruno's pissed off every five seconds. Pogba's arguing because he got fouled and they didn't get a yellow card. Ronaldo's Bruno. crying because he doesn't get a chance to play the whole game. Alonga's a 19-year-old kid who is grasping the moment, and he's smiling. He's dancing. He's got a song already at Old Trafford that all the fans love. He's having fun. He's, he's enjoying the moment. These guys are all caught up in, how can I make this play? How can I look good for the club? How can I make the fans love me more because I did this cool little trick <clears throat> or I made this pass from 50 yards away? Yeah. Along with just playing the game. So I, I love the fact that he, he used the, the, the fun factor. I agree with you, Jesus, hey, uh, 100%. There has to be... a a Jose Ole mix. And I think that's what Ragnick does, where he's not going to say X player played like crap. I can't believe he's at the club. He's going to say he needs to play harder, and so do the rest of our midfielders, if he's talking about midfielders. He won't just throw players under the bus. So I find it very refreshing. I agree with him. I... I always love to see, when I see a guy out there playing whatever sport, girl, whatever sport, when they're laughing and kicking your ass, it's the, it's one of the greatest things in the world to see because they're on a whole other level. Mentally, physically, emotionally, you're not going to be able to touch them because they're just out there playing. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a game. So I loved it. I hope the kid just you know, goes leaps and bounds above what Anyone that's been there, I mean, I don't know if we've had great, you know, I know Lindelof's Swedish as well, but I don't know how many great Swedish players we've had. I know he's not a a true academy kid, but he did get there at a young age. Um, So I I would love to see him go on to to aspire to just be one of the greatest. If it's going to be right winger or if it's going to be striker, I don't know what his exact position is yet because he's so young. But I love Ragnick for saying that. You know, he deserves that praise. You know, to, to be that young, to be in the U23s, what, last season, and not be the big dog. You know, it was all about Ahmad, and it was all about Cholotore, and, you know, everyone else. And here he comes, busts his ass in practice, gets a chance, and and in Europe scores one of the biggest goals of his life. So... No, I, I I I'm I understand exactly what you're saying as far as calling the players to the carpet. Yep. I just, I've always thought with that whole thing with United, since 2000, maybe 11, that was our last Champions League, was that our last Champions League final, maybe I think it was, was it 2011?
0: because mm-hmm. that's when remember. me and my wife, yeah, can, I'll tell you but a story, I, I'll tell you a story about that, we'll do that to laugh the record. I, I,
1: I, I, would, I would say since about then... I always look at the, the 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 people at the top. I'm gonna mm-hmm. the players deserve blame, game by game, yeah. And that's how I've looked at it. But I, I feel like the board deserves it all because I feel like they've let us down time and time and again. But no, to not to get off on a tangent. Kudos to Ragnick for making up for a mistake in the beginning, bringing on another game winner for Anthony Alonga. That's back to back. I know Fred scored beforehand, but he pretty much sealed the deal at Leeds and then scores the equalizer here. Um, Kudos to Ragnik for shouting him out because he he deserves all the praise.
0: Well, since you brought up the board, you see, another player, or, I mean, another comment that came out this week um, by a a player, which I'm very surprised. Fred basically came out and said that this club has no direction for the future, long-term. Short term, they, you know, obviously they want to win. But long term, they have no goals. Um, I'm, again, the way this club operates, I was surprised that he played this you know, on, on yesterday. Because these, these, these comments came out before what? On Tuesday, right? I think I read them Tuesday morning early. He said that, you know, basically in a nutshell, that we have no direction. What, you know, with the signings and what's going on. Obviously, with the interim manager position, uh, they have, you know, it's difficult. I think that's something he said. Um, But when you go against to talk about the club, you see, you get put in the doghouse. I mean, i.e. De Gea has never never gotten his freaking captaincy arm
1: back. The moment you start speaking truth to power, it's a wrap. So what, I mean what do you think about that? I think his comments were real and I think he kind of sees it, you know, better than we do obviously and it's the proof's in the pudding. You know, Pogba's contract, it's a mess. If you're not going to get 89 million and 90 million back for him and we know we're not going to and he keeps flirting with other clubs and or saying or not denouncing what is his is uh, thing, you let him go. Lingard you're gonna say to yourself, "Okay, I'm not going to let him go to West Ham, but I could have got 20 million for him, which he's probably not even worth 15." So you keep him because one of your other kids messes up. I just Phil Jones. I mean, I could go on and on about contracts that make absolutely no sense. Um, bringing in players like Sanchez, right off the back, doesn't like being there. You get nothing out of that. I mean, we could go on and on and on about the decisions that they've made at that club that make no sense. Big club like United, instead of us getting a manager, we do interim again. So it then brings those players into that mindset of, well, who's going to be here in six months? So from top to bottom, you know, the club is not in disarray, but the way that it's being ran, it's Bush League a lot of times. It's just not it's not where it needs to be. All the moves need to be top-notch. They need to have football players, football people, I should say, making those decisions, and they don't do that. Um, and so, for me, it's refreshing. You know, that's why I like Ragnick. I, I, I know he's not going to get the job. It, it's Ten hags, pretty much, in my opinion, are punched. One of those two is going to get it. But to hear people be blunt, be honest, even if they're wrong, they're, they're telling you how they feel. Maybe they, they misinterpreted language barriers, whatever. I know he's had a couple of misinterpretations with Jesse Lingard and, and Anthony Martial. But at least he's trying to be open and honest. And I think that's what Fred did. So probably won't see the mic in front of Fred anytime soon. <laughs> but to Fred's credit, you know, he's running out there. And when he gets a chance, he's making things happen. So, you know, um, and, and it might just be all that's just Fred. You know, I think I think he kind of has that kind of feel to him. Like when he scores a goal... Out of nowhere, it's oh, it's just Fred being Fred. So, it's it's probably one of those things where they kind of laughed at, laughed about it a little bit. But I mean, he's telling the truth.
0: No, and that's the thing, right? It's like that. Uh, when, I, when I when I read it, I'm like, oh shit! and, it, and it's straight. So I thought to hair Then I thought about um. Remember Pulp Fiction? You see, you ever watched that movie, Pulp Fiction? Mm-hmm. When uh, Bruce Willis got on the motorcycle with, and Fiona comes down from. Uh, you know, uh, you know, comes down and he's like, whose motorcycle is this? It's Zed's, baby. Who's Zed? Zed's dead. Zed's dead. I was like, Fred's dead. Fred's, Fred's dead. dead. Like, he won't be on the
1: mic anytime He won't be on the mic any <laughs> on the
0: anymore. So, yeah. Alright, you see, last topic, last topic. Last. I guess it's kind of an interesting one because I guess this he, he's a professional footballer, ex-professional footballer. Uh, I'm a coach and then he also coached Tottenham um, and probably some other clubs Tim Sherwood uh, had an interesting statement about Varen and it I'm not going to lie you see after I read the the article read you know I think it was Sky that put it out the the article I read the statements that he said about Varen that you know basically he was it was in a nutshell, basically it was him. It was him his partnership with Harry Maguire and how it's not working very well. Blah, blah blah, you know. And he's kind of the problem, not Harry, right? Am I? might summarizing That's
1: all right. that? That's how. Right. That's how he's saying it.
0: So I started watching Varan more closely uh, yesterday because obviously he didn't. He didn't start the Leeds match for whatever reason. I don't know if he's still coming off that sickness. Uh, but it was Harry and Underlof, and they looked, they looked decent, and yet they still gave up the second goal. The first goal against Leeds, that was just pure luck, right? The cross that wasn't a, the cross yeah. that's not a cross. I mean, it's not even De the fault there. I don't, I don't think so.
1: That was a fluke.
0: It's a fluke. But the second goal, you can blame that on
1: Harry, right? Well. Four four defenders I could blame that yeah. on. That was
0: horrible. Yeah. Uh Joe Phoenix's goal this weekend, yes. I mean yesterday, Harry Maguire. Yeah. Right? Not tracking yes. back. He, he can he can could also say was it Paul Pogba too, not not tracking back with Joe Phoenix, right?
1: On the first goal? Yeah, I think so. Nah, i, I they More so, so like like Harry even lying and then yeah across man. I mean it's a beautiful
0: goal. Don't get me wrong. No, Eric it was great, but Perry
1: yeah. just looked bad again. Yeah, man. that's been his season.
0: So I looked at I looked at and I'm like, is he out of place or what is he doing? Is he trying to lead the line? And I think I don't I don't see what the fuck Jim Tim Sherwood's talking about. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's he's probably what he's doing is de facto. Giving Harry Maguire leadership of that line, would you agree?
1: I think he is. I think I think he's deferring. I mean, this is the most I've seen him. You know, try to get people fired up. Uh, speaking of Varan in this this last yeah. match, but I I think he looked a little bit shook. I you know I think all of them did though. I Varan v- Varanda Sherwood's point has not lit the world on fire. He didn't. He hasn't come here and it's been. A masterclass every week. I think it's it's a little unfair to say that it's it's done and dusted because yeah. it's not over yet. But it's, he hasn't come to United as I thought he would and just been completely comfortable at all times. He's also been injured, yeah. which is a thing for I know you and I we hate that when you know these players go down.
0: Can't make the, club here, the
1: tub. Right. So I mean I think. I don't I don't think the, the the article is 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 spot on but it's not like it's out in outer space. Yeah. He hasn't played as well as I thought he was going to play this season. And I think for me that's a little bit disappointing because I felt like Harry played really well last year. You get Varane in, that's the center back pairing I thought would be a lot better and it just hasn't been. So, you know, horrible, no, terrible, no. I would say good not great not fantastic um but you know the season's not over this is the first time you know he's played in the prim most times you know it takes guys a while that's why you know it's so surprising to see sancho playing so well because it usually takes you a season to understand the physicality to understand what's going to be a card what's not going to be a card what the strikers that you're going to be going up against are like who's physical who's more of a speedy guy who's going to be more of a trickster He's figuring all that out where he spent so much time in La Liga understanding those strikers. So I'm not giving him a pass, but it's not like it's been just atrocious every game he's been out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, it, it, it's one of those things, again, you know, I I told you this, I think, a couple weeks back because the whole story of, you know, one of the media guys out there making up the story about the, the, the fighting going on, this and that. I'm a little bit hesitant on the, the British media here as of late they make great articles i'm not like disputing them or saying they're Mm -hmm. the worst but they make me think when i read them you know is it based in fact or is this just is this just your opinion and if if you've got a source i'm a little testy on the sources that that they've been coming through with so nothing wrong with the article you know he like i said I, i don't think it's spot on. But I I think there's something to talk about and say, you know, where where would we if we were United fans and we're judging him from the moment he came to now, are we giving him a grade of an A? Or are we giving him a C? I'm I'm probably giving him a C, yeah. if it's yeah. me.
0: And that's the thing. I mean, I, I know I brought this up at the beginning beginning of the season. Um, why did Madrid let him go so easily? Injury prone. They probably saw that. Was he a defensive leader? He never really led the defense, right? It was Ramos, Robert. right? Yeah. Is he a great defender? Because I think what uh, Sir Alex tried to sign him before he went to before he retired. Uh, who else tried to sign him? Jose, I want to say. You know Jose. You know loved him at Madrid. So they obviously know this guy's a great defender. So is he the type of person that he needs to have somebody more established next to him to play great? Or is he a great defender? Who does he play alongside in front,
1: with friends? Um, it's either going to be... Um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Kimpembe. Kimpembe, or, right. Um, he doesn't, Kimpembe doesn't start all the time. Is either Umtiti. You might start uh, there. They've got, they've got a, they've got greats around. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I think when you look at, you know, even Harry, you know, he he need. I I hear the argument quite a bit that most players, great ones, mm-hmm. this is the argument me and you have quite a bit. Most of them are going to need someone to kind of fit around them to kind of help <clears throat> what they do. Yeah. Most of them. There, there's always those standouts. There's always those guys who, they just make it happen themselves. But there's a you know, Robin to somebody's not, Batman, you right? You don't buy Ronaldo in his prime to play defense. You buy Ronaldo in his prime to score thirty goals a season because he can do it, and he can do it consistently. Yeah. So everyone needs most, not everyone. Most players are going to need someone around them. I think with Varane, again. It's not an excuse because I, we see it. It's very difficult to adapt from league to league. I mean, I, I know you don't think Messi's one of the greatest as it is, but good night. The season he's having in PSG is just, it makes no sense. I mean, I I think he's four years younger than Ronaldo, mm-hmm. I think. Is he 34, 35? 34. Or 33 maybe even. And it's just, it's as if he's almost lost a step. Are two, and it maybe it's the adjustment to the French league. I don't. I don't know. But what Let's I do step know is down, Moran, there's there's no telling. But I do know Moran is a great player. He's had great moments, been a part of great teams, won great trophies. So he's capable. But I think um, you know it's not fair to say that it's just been horrid, or you know he's the main reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Harry Maguire who for me was going to step up and you know really really have a great season and he's he's regressed quite a bit um i think that has a little bit to do with it so yeah i think your point of you know do these guys need people around i think yes i think all i think most all of the ones that we have they got to have some kind of compliment even Santos, Santos has got to have a right or left back depending on where he's playing <coughs> they can get up the pitch to to, to make things happen
0: yeah I mean, just just hopefully, again, it's the first-year jitters, you know, just whatever. You know, just just hopefully next season when a new coach comes in. Obviously, I think Ten Hag is a Uh, front-runner. That's another debate we can get into because of what Poach brings compared to what, uh, you know, look at PSG right now, right? You know, what is Poach doing with them? Nothing. Uh, and Ten Hag, what does he, I mean, look at IX and what, you know, the structure over Mars, um, Shavandasar, is he a candidate to become, you know, a sporting director, you know, you know, whatever, you know, <coughs> the, the, the conversation is endless when it comes to our future because that, you know, because of the uncertainty and what we deal with on a day in, day in, day in, day out basis, week in, week out. All right, EC, um, last thing, uh, what's going to happen the weekend in Watford? Score predictions, lineups, who, you, I mean, give me a lineup prediction first.
1: I know, I I, I, Lindelof, there's no chance he plays it right back. I think you're going to see the lot back in his position yep. again. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it was, the Leeds game was great for Aaron because it needed a tackler, it needed somebody to get physical. I think this Watford match is going to be a little bit different. We need somebody that can dribble the ball and play. So he plays back there alongside Varane and Maguire. I think the only difference is going to be Telles. I think Telles comes in for Shaw, who played bad again. They all did. But I think it's a great opportunity to transition into Alex Telles. Um, I think he starts. um, I think you go back to um, Scott, Bruno, and Pogba. Uh, And then up front, I think you go Sancho, I think you go Ronaldo and Alanga. Okay. And I, and I think that's, I think that's what he'll go with. Center back
0: pairing, you um, could say. Is it going to be Varane and Harry, or is it going to be Harry and Lindelof?
1: No, I think I think Varane and Harry, uh, okay. are alongside Tellus and, and then Deloitte on the other side. And I think, I think that t- that team definitely goes and gets the job done. I don't think it's going to be a spectacular blowout, but I do think we win pretty comfortably. I think we win two nothing. Um, they're in the mud right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know they uh, they're not in great form. So, yeah, I think that'll be our lineup. I think we go out there and, and get the win. <laughs> Might be a little frustrating, but I think we I think we get it done.
0: Two 0 Two 0 Two nil. Two nil. Two 0 two, two nil. Interesting. Interesting. The way our defense gives up. <laughs> <laughs> two nils it's just it's not feasible EC, right? It's not feasible. I mean how many shutouts have we had and, and what and so many have one shutout and right one one clean sheet. So I'm not gonna go two nil. I'm gonna go oh, three one. Wow. Three one. I'm gonna Ilanga. Sancho's been on a tear, especially in the Premier League, so I I, I want him. I think he's going to do something. Um, Pogba will probably play, be Pogba in the Premier League and bully and um, get his, you know, manhandle people in the midfield. So I'd see, you know, maybe an assist from Pogba, a uh, goal from Sancho, <coughs> goal from Bruno, and hopefully... Either or goal for Ronaldo and or Ilanga. Um, more so, Re- Ronaldo just get him off the, he needs to get off the floor, right? He needs to, you know, he needs his confidence back. If we're going to compete in the Champions League, that that mad man needs his confidence back to score goals. Um, but yeah, 3-1. 3-1 uh, Watford. Uh, at Watford? Are we at Watford? Yeah, we think we are at Watford. Yes, we, you know, we're at United. Oh, we're
1: at the house. Yeah, we're at the house.
0: We're at Old Trafford. So, hopefully, like you said, the the fans, the, the singing fans, the, the 3,000 strong, you know, singing Ilonga's song. I'm going to go look that up, EC, Um, And it's singing very strong. And, yes, Ilonga needs to get get the start over Marcus Rashford for sure. Um, but, yeah, 3-1. 3-1 sounds like a... Sounds like a good good number right there, EC. Um, but yeah, EC. All right, man. It's uh, it's been a good pod today. Um, you want to say something to the guys, the fans?
1: Thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, we're like I said, like Jesus said earlier, we're gonna try to keep pumping it out. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for for tuning in. See you guys next time.
0: Alright guys, we'll, we'll be back next Wednesday, I believe. Or we should be probably next Wednesday, uh, for a pod for y'all. So y'all, you know, sit tight. We have one more match till next Wednesday. So there are gonna be a lots to, lot to talk about, a lot to dissect until we get to the city match. And that's gonna be the that's gonna be the mother of all mothers right there. Uh, Manchester needs to bleed red so um uh, we'll we'll see you after the Wat- watford match y'all take care and lucky diaz where you at We've known each
1: other for so long.